on TV, online and on your smartphone. This is Ticker News. Hi there, folks. In the end, Blinken went to China. The U.S. Secretary of State ended a high-stakes visit to Beijing and had a surprise meeting with the Chinese leader Xi Jinping. There's so much to discuss, including just how to begin those discussions. I'm Aaron Young. Let's get started. Now from our headquarters at Ticker Park, this is Ticker Today. Okay, so it was a half-hour meeting, or about 35 minutes, that could change the course of the 21st century. That's how significant this was. China and the US have been on a collision course over China and Taiwan and spying and national security, of course. But these pictures may turn out to be historic. Both agreed on one thing, that the world needs a generally stable and robust US-China relationship. Xi Jinping went even further, saying the two countries must get along to secure the future and destiny of humanity. No small thing, right? So for his part, Blinken stated that the U.S. doesn't support independence for Taiwan. Have a look. On Taiwan, I reiterated the long-standing U.S. one-China policy. Uh, that policy has not changed. It's guided by the Taiwan Relations Act, the three joint communiques, the six assurances. We do not support Taiwan independence. We remain opposed to any unilateral changes to the status quo by either side. We continue to expect the peaceful resolution of cross-strait differences. It cannot be understated just how hugely significant that trip to China is at such a dangerous time. Blinken is the highest level American official to visit China in five years. He was meant to head to Beijing back in January, but that is until China flew that spy balloon right across the United States, ending that trip then. The US is hoping the Blinken visit will open the door to a meeting in November between Joe Biden and Xi Jinping. So that is the political diplomacy, but what about the business diplomacy and what role did that have? Because just a few days before Anthony Blinken headed to China, Microsoft founder Bill Gates also met with Xi Jinping in a private secretive meeting where the Chinese leader referred to Gates as an old friend. Here is part of that meeting. Very honored uh, to have this chance to meet. Uh, and we've always had great conversations and uh, we'll have a, a lot of important topics uh, to discuss today. To discuss today. Either way, the world needs the US and China to try to get along. For more, let's bring in Paula Likos from CNBC. Great to have you with us. Um, what do you make of this visit? How significant do you think it is? Well, China and the United States are two major global powers, and they essentially tried to make their intense rivalry a little bit less intense during Blinken's visit to China over the past two days. Both sides agreed that it's important to have a more stable relationship so things don't get out of hand and cause trouble throughout the world. Uh, Chinese President Xi Jinping was pleased with the progress that was made during the meeting. However, China said no when the U.S. asked to restart their military talks because of sanctions that the U.S. has put on China. But both countries, you know, they still have different opinions. A lot of things um, they disagree on, like uh, Taiwan, trade, uh, China's chip industry, human rights, and of course, Russia's fight with Ukraine. Um, but even so, um, you know, they obviously didn't solve all of their problems, but they did agree to keep on talking and have more meetings in the coming months. So Paulina, it's obviously the beginning of defrosting those relations, but it's being seen as a pretty good step. 
Yeah, for one, it shows that both countries are showing their commitment to resolve their disagreements. Both are looking to, uh, for ways to cooperate with one another. This visit, uh, I think, also shows a peaceful meeting between two global powers during a time when there's so much tension geopolitically. Blinken talked to reporters as well before leaving Beijing and said that progress is hard and it takes time and he hopes that they can communicate better and have more positive interactions in the future. There's even going to be others, uh, potentially uh, people like Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen, Commerce Secretary Gina Raimundo might also go to China for visits in the future, too. So so this is just one part of ongoing uh, conversation. It's interesting we look through some of the animosity through the language of what's being said. And one of the translations, I've got it here from Xi Jinping, it says, he said this to uh, Anthony Blinken, he says, I hope that through this visit, Mr. Secretary, you will make more positive contributions to stabilizing China-US relations. That seems to be the key point here, both sides blaming each other for how they got into this mess. It is. And stable U.S.-China relations is just so important for global security because the impact of their relationship goes beyond just these two global powers. It also shows that conflict or disagreements on a global stage can be discussed through open dialogue in a peaceful way. Obviously, there are, you know, there may be things um, that arise where a quick resolution might not be possible, but at least it shows a willingness to work together and can possibly set a standard for how other global powers uh, should try to work together and resolve conflict. I think ultimately the meeting shows that China does in fact want to make progress here. They they want to have a, a good and stable relationship with the U.S. even though uh, they know that it's not going to be easy. The world seems to be run by corporations more and more, of course. We think about Bill Gates going last week to China and meeting with Xi Jinping. That wasn't a surprise trip. That was planned. It was a surprise that Anthony Blinken was able to actually meet with Xi Jinping. It wasn't on the agenda. But prior to Bill Gates meeting with Xi Jinping, we saw Tim Cook, of course, the CEO of Apple, heading to China and telling them just how important China has always been to Apple and its plants and its future at a time where a lot of American companies, including Apple, are trying to shift their reliance away from just building things in China to places like Vietnam and India as well. What are American businesses doing compared to what they're saying? Yeah, I think that's very important to take note of the conversations that the Chinese government is having with uh, U.S. corporations that do business in the country. China is a very important market for a lot of these companies. You mentioned Apple. Also, Elon Musk recently visit, visited China as well. And ultimately, you know, China's economy is still recovering from the COVID pandemic, and it's it's been struggling to recover. Uh, it's much slower to recover than other countries have. Uh, in fact, um, where central central banks around the world are actually um, increasing uh, interest rates or keeping them steady um, in order to, um, you know, uh, bring down inflation. That's a case in the U.S. But in China, actually, they are lowering interest rates in order to stimulate economic growth, economic activity amongst consumers and businesses. So the fact that the, the you know the Chinese government is reaching out to uh, U.S. CEOs, I, I think it's something to take note of because they want to make sure that there's open communication with. Uh, global business leaders as well. 
And I wonder how much the State Department has a role in this. Obviously, three of America's most senior, most famous, well-publicized business leaders from Tim Cook, as you mentioned, Elon Musk, and also Bill Gates heading over there. It almost feels like they softened the ground for a visit from Antony Blinken. You have to wonder whether that was set up by the State Department or whether American business is so worried about the current relationship diplomatic relationship between China and the United States from a political level that they felt they had to intervene? Well, I certainly don't want to speculate, but again, China China's economy is the second largest economy in the world and companies all over the world want to make sure that the tensions between the U.S. and China ease, so there's an open door uh, to make sure that there's, you know, a fostering of business growth um, of U.S. companies in in the country and in the region. Because for many companies, China is a huge growth market, and uh, so and so these business leaders want to make sure that there's a, a path to um, a path to growth and a path of least resistance. So so it, it's possible that some of these business leaders that we've seen throughout the past month that have been traveling to China could have potentially, you know, eased uh, Secretary of State Blinken's visit throughout the past couple of days. Yeah, it's an interesting point. I mean, we've heard from the Foreign Department in China saying the difficulties in the country's ties are rooted in the U.S.'s erroneous perceptions of China, which lead to wrong policies towards China. It still very much seems that they are taking that approach and there is a lot to be done from there. We are speaking with Paulina Likos from CNBC. When we come back, we're going to be talking about the U.S. markets, how far they've grown, how much they've grown, and whether it's a bull's run or a fool's run. I'm Aaron Young. Do stay with us.